All right, fellas, and it looks like we're live and ready to go here. How's it going, everyone, and welcome. I hope you're all doing well and having a fantastic weekend. This is Invader, and welcome to the Xbox Roundtable podcast. This is episode number 182, your place on Sundays for Xbox talk and much more from around the game industry. There's quite a bit to discuss tonight. Uh, there's been an uproar over Biomutant's resolution. Uh, the PS5 version is seeing a disparity over its Xbox Series X and S counterparts. Uh, as well, we got further confirmation of Xbox and Bethesda having a combined E3 co showcase. Also, it looks like uh, WB Games is on the chopping block again. Uh, will Xbox take another look at their studios? Well, you know what? We'll give you our thoughts on that and so much more. Uh... But you know what, guys? Uh, we got a really, really good show planned for you tonight. And you know what? We got with us tonight a couple of really passionate gamers and YouTubers. Uh, first up here is a guy who's been involved with the uh, gaming community for quite some time. He took a little bit of time off, from what I understood. But now he's back on the scene with us. He's a passionate, passionate Xbox content creator. Please welcome with us General MLD. How you doing, bud? Uh, doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. Good. Stuff. I mean, I, I've done I've done a few podcasts before, and uh, I, I'm always I'm always up for this kind of stuff. I, I, live talking with people, talking about ideas. That's that's what it's all about. <laughs> Happy to be here. Well said, buddy. Well said. Uh, up next, uh, we have with us, also joining us, is a fellow Xbox fan and con content creator. Everyone, welcome, Surgeon. How's things at your end, bud? Uh, things are good. Yep, just um, yep, like talking about Xbox, and, and just thought, hey, you know, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> just we're just ready to get into it and just talk about uh, the stuff that you've got lined up today. Totally, brother. Totally. All right, we'll move over to the TXR crew next, and uh, Centurion, buddy. Hey, what's happening? What is up, my fellow family? How have you guys been? It is time to talk about Xbox and have some fun. Fun? What's that? Um, You know, that stuff where we all sit around the campfire, sing kum Kumbaya, and actually talk about how great gaming is and how we can all enjoy it no matter where we play games. Especially in today's day and age where it's becoming more accessible than ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I saw your tweets earlier. I said, I think I know what you're getting on about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this morning I couldn't sleep. I woke up and decided to hang out on the Twitter street corners and, you know, preach to the masses. And I, I made a new friend for a little while and then I, I logged off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah, that's what happens when you interact on Twitter. Sometimes you attract the weirdos. <laughs> but, uh, eh, say Livy. All right, uh, moving up here. Shockley, buddy. Hey, what have you been up to lately? Uh, not much. Finally uh, finished uh, Resident Evil 8. That was a pretty sick game. Uh, definitely has some RE4 vibes. So, But yeah, that was definitely one of the better ones I've played in recent memory. Um, really some creepy... Some of them are probably the most creepy, uh, creepiest uh, like imagery in that game. Um, and now I'm moving on to Mass Effect 1. I never played 2 or 3. Uh, I know that's uh, sacrilegious, but... Uh, <laughs> I fin I almost finished. I played Mass Effect One back in like 07 when it dropped. I got like to the very end and somehow I don't know 
something I dropped off. Probably I started Bioshock or something. Um, but I'm about to finish this one. So um, moving on to uh, what I hear is like the uh, Holy Grail of like their, you know, Bioware's uh, or Bioware's pinnacle with Mass Effect 2. So looking forward to the starting that one soon. Is this your first time playing them? Uh, it will be for two and three. Like I bought that was hype for Mass Effect One. Like oh when they God, first showed early you, screenshots. Dude. You're in for a treat, man. Oh. Dude, yeah. I actually envy you, man. Can Can I ask at the time when these games came out, what were you playing instead? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I was playing a, a lot of gear. I when did uh, what year did uh, Mass Effect Two drop? Was that oh nine? That's a good I'm question. Just trying to think ooh, else. I want. I want. Ooh, 08, 07 at the earliest. 08, 07, 08, somewhere around there. Yeah, well, I, I played because I bought Mass Effect One like day one, um, and I got towards. I got very close to the end because um, I was. I was like on the right before the last mission or something. But I think that's where I was had. I had. I went back to Bioshock, finished that one, and I just something probably dropped. I don't know, Dead Space or something. The next year but and then i just didn't since i didn't finish the first one i didn't want to start the second one yet mm-hmm. so you, i was like i'll move, i'll finish the first one first before i move on and then i just never did and then so that's why i didn't start two and three are you playing that you, game like with surround sound or like a headset on at least yeah okay man because that game had yeah. some of the most best music i mean just like the epicness of the music and also just going into the nightclubs and the battle scenes. I mean, that game really is meant for surround sound or a headset. Oh, yeah. So you it, were completely was... unfazed by the 96 on Metacritic that I got back then. You just kind of said, no, I'm too high. It was well, just, please, probably, please, I really please. probably did want to uh, play it, but at Give that time, it's just like, hey, I got to finish this one first to carry over my character from what I heard back then. Um, to because you could, I guess, carry it over your save to two and three on the Xbox. So I was just like, well, I'll finish that one first. And I just, since I didn't, since I had to get, I felt like I had to finish that uh, first game first before I could start the second one. Um, that's what kind of like probably stopped me. If had I finished the first one, I probably would have jumped in the second one because there wouldn't have been anything like holding me back or something that I feel like I'd have finished first See, before I started. I feel like a game yeah, like Mass Effect. Yeah, you gotta give it your complete full attention. You can't get sidetracked by anything. Midnight Club, uh, when because that just dropped on just it was delisted, it came back just recently, and I picked that up and I was like, How did I never play this? And I was like, Oh, that's because uh, you know, Dead Space dropped that same month, and there's some other games, so it's like, Oh, that's why I never played it because there's so many great remember with massive those years were like full of like huge releases that for that gen. So there was there was no other games like even on the peripheral when those games came out like that was it was the be all end all of of Xbox games at the time. Oh yeah, two thousand seven yeah. was like the one that one of the golden years of Xbox three hundred and sixty. Oh, yeah. classic, classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, ridiculous. But yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, I'm about to finish the first one. Finally, it's it's amazing how like it took me towards like halfway through this one where it's like oh i can uh, attach all these other like mods to your weapons that like melt certain enemy types <laughs> like i just wasn't digging enough into the uh some of those mods yet so see with not but completing mass effect i feel like 
um, Mass Effect is a game you need to complete before you move on to another one of them because of the decision. Some of the more massive decisions you make that affect the other games generally take place at the end of the first game. Yeah, that's why I felt like I couldn't start too, even though everybody was like moving on or you know picking mm-hmm. up that game at the time because I I was entrenched in 360 at that time, so it would have been on my radar. But I was just like, okay, well, let me finish that one, and I just like never got. Hmm got mm-hmm. myself to finish the first one that was my issue yeah now everybody tim dog's running a little behind he should be here in about 10 15 minutes uh, southbound hey buddy how you been well yes sir yes sir i am you know what i've been all right and you know i'm just i had to sneak in through you know how i do every now and then uh but uh yeah man uh we're talking about mass effect man uh, it's just oh god it gives it gives me the goosebumps even just thinking about it, and and I I man I envy you for for you know trying it for the first time because I remember I remember my first time you know but seriously oh man it just to be able to do it all in one shot back to back oh god I, I wish I had that opportunity. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. All right. Uh, just a reminder, guys, you can find us on all kinds of different podcasting platforms, audio platforms, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. Just search TXR for the TXR on the go. All right, guys, let's start off by going into this whole bio mutant business. A few days ago, THQ Nordic released gameplay for the, the upcoming bio mutant running on the PlayStation 5. The game was running at 1080p, 60 frames per section. Uh, with a disclaimer that 4K was disabled for stability and performance-related reasons. And you know what? Because of this, there has been a lot of chatter across various social media and gaming news outlets. You know, there's a lot to pick up here. And I'll start off with one of our guests here. Uh, General MLD, I'll go to you first. Uh, What's your thoughts on this uh, this whole uh, kind of situation, bud? Because I seem to remember game resolution being a big deal at the start of the last gen consoles oh yeah this is like the perfect like uh, role reversal it's 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 a pretty funny situation if you know the context i mean uh what i mean back in the day what resolution mattered like and now i know look uh 1080p to 4k uh native like we've had these uh things before in the generation when uh backwards compatible enhanced games release and Xbox always gets a little bit better, but this was like the one example that could not be ignored anymore. Like it really brought the conversation to the table as to uh, how each company handles backwards compatible enhancements. So uh, just, just seeing the role reversal and all that stuff. I mean, the people I, I tend to talk to on Twitter, they tend to be uh, a little more yeah, very, very passionate about this kind of stuff. And, uh, you, you know, you, you notice some patterns, you notice some narratives it's funny, a lot of people say now they'll wait for the native version, right? Which is coming sometime in the future. So they're skipping the game on PlayStation because it's only 1080p. But then the ironic thing is that they cheerlead games like Returnal that are 1080p upscaled as well. So it's it's just funny. It just opened this whole chatter of narratives and uh, you know the past. Com- like, like, again, like you said, in 2013, how old narratives are coming to the forefront and goalposts are shifting I mean, this game was known, I mean, to me beforehand. Like, I, I knew it was some kind of open world kind of game, like, uh, with, you know, with, like, furry creatures, that kind of stuff. I, it was intriguing to me, but now it's like, 
it got on everyone's radar for just like the wrong reasons, I would say. Like people are, are talking about this more than the game itself, but at least now the game's gain exposure and those who didn't really know about it are looking at it and seeing if it's, if it's right for them. So I'm seeing the silver lining there. But overall, it's just really funny with the whole uh, uh, the narratives and all that stuff. But at least Xbox is on top for this this time around. That's how I see it. Um, I'm I'm just jealous. Whoever is you know going to be the first time you know checking it out and experiencing it. Oh man, I'm so jealous because, like I said earlier, man, to to be able to experience the whole thing, you know, front to back, back to front, up and down, left and right. You know, I mean, all the side missions and just, I, oh my goodness gracious! You know, uh, I just, you know, because there ain't there ain't too many games that that just stick with you, and and you know, when anybody ever asks me, you know, oh, what's your top, you know, top ten, whatever, it, this is this is it, you know. I mean, all all three games are in my top ten, you know, well, and, and Mass Effect. Uh, Man, oh, I, was, yeah. I was I was very confused. I thought Biomutant had a trilogy. I was I was so confused there. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> no, because you know what, and 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 one of the reasons were is because the second one, like flat out, made me cry, like ugly cry, and you know, and for a while I was sitting there like, damn, what the hell is wrong with me? Big old, big old, big old wimp. You know what I mean? Okay. But like, okay. Hey, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. But uh, like going on to Biomune though, guys. Like, uh, there's this whole thing again about the the resolution, and it, it's just weird. Like, just the somebody in the chat had mentioned, oh, um, you know, snipe. What was it? That sniper contracts too. For example, there's another resolution fiasco going on with that. Um, Shock, I know you were talking about it a bit before the the show started. Uh, could you like please like uh, discuss like what that's all about? Oh, for the for the sniper game. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah, because I just read their press release again. Um, yeah, apparently that they're so all of the versions are releasing PS4, Xbox, uh, PC, uh, Series S and X version. Uh, but I guess they're also delaying the PS5 version. Um, so it's only going to be played through, I guess, backwards compatibility mode if you want to play it on the PS5. Um, and so that's... Let me see if I can pull that back up. So I think the res... I didn't read up on the resolution on that one, just that that one's not going to get a native version in it right now. They're, they're working on it, but I guess they had to delay that. Um, not sure why or if it's the same issue that the bio-mutant devs were having. Um, but yeah, that one's kind of odd too. So I don't know if it's the same issue or they're just, there's a, this is a different issue that the devs having. So that's, it's just weird. Cause it's all kind of mounting up all at the same time from like basically at least two, or I guess if you count the mass effect one. Um, but I think that, well, that one's just, uh, cause they didn't program the PS4 pro to have the ability to do 120. So when they're using the backwards compatibility mode, they can't just automatically do it by itself. Because that's because people are saying like, you know, hey, they're doing some extra feature for them. I'm like, no, the feature is already on the One X. It's just the One X isn't powerful enough to do 120 for Mass Effect. So if the capability is already on the 
last gen console. Um, so they're just moving that same software operating system that has the capability and just it's and it's not a Series X version. So there's, you know, hey, it has the power and it's working on the same version that has the capability. That's why it does 120. It's not like some special thing that EA is like, you know, uh, you know, got a money back from Microsoft for it. Like, no, it's it's just that's what was on the last gen version. So. Um, so I, I don't see, think it's that one. The, so I think it's just these two devs, maybe. But I, you but know, that's two. So I'm, I'm <laughs> going to be able to experience this yeah. for the first time. So you know what I mean. So I, it, it's pretty exciting to to think about it myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that said though, I I think you also got to make an argument that I mean Xbox. I think Microsoft. They I mean they've been planning this kind of infrastructure since what as early as 2015. I mean I think they were just more forward planning and forward thinking with this kind of stuff. I think they expected this kind of stuff to happen. They just made it easier. Whereas I I think Sony. I don't I don't think they were really uh, planning too much about the BC stuff like Microsoft is, and uh, I, I think it shows in games like you know Mass Effect and. And now Biomutant is just it's just easier with Xbox. The infrastructure is just there; can't be ignored yeah. anymore. And it's funny because I hear I hear people say like, "Oh, well, well, you know, they were thinking about like next gen stuff." And I'm like, "Well, in the first couple of years, mm-hmm. it tends to be a lot of last gen stuff." And with exactly. COVID being a thing, even though you had the last consoles where you did have the next gen version mm-hmm. for Xbox One for Battlefield, Assassin's Creed, you had all of that. But with COVID, it's kind of limiting some of these. Maybe not. You'll be fine on the big AAAs called Duty. They'll be fine. They'll get their next-gen version out the door, so you won't have the issue with those games. But some of these smaller, like they said, they're not AAA for Biomutant. They're AA. There's 20 devs, I hear. Um, mm-hmm. They have to make some choices. So they only have so many resources. So when it's like, hey, well, Xbox made it easy on the backwards compatibility issue, or you know, because we're not, they're not even, they don't even have the next-gen version ready for. Like they're kind of in the same situation with what the other devs are, but because they don't have the next gen version ready for Biomutant for either console. But obviously, the backwards compatibility software that they have with Xbox, they got that down pat. So when they got to make a choice and they're stuck of like, hey, do we just delay the game? No, they can't do it because they got to get some sales in before they finish some resources on the next gen version. So mm. that's where some of these smaller, not giant devs are ones that have huge uh, backing. Like maybe if EA was a publisher, not THQ Nordic, then they'd be probably fine. But, you know, they don't have unlimited, uh, you know, funds coming in the door to to make that happen. So that's what it all comes down to is just resources. So with COVID still being a thing and slowing down, you know, half the work, that's where they're going to have to cut, you know, make some of these cuts. So, I mean, Sony couldn't really foresee that portion of it. Um, but it's just something that they uh, un- unforeseen, <laughs> and it's just mounting up. So maybe this is just two, but you know, with how everything lingering, it could start mounting up for quite a few different double A games here in the next year or two until we're fully out of this thing. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If, if we're out of it, please stay yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know what, like like you guys were alluding to and talking about, it's just amazing to see where uh, we're starting to really see the fruits of Microsoft's investment in the backwards compatibility program because, you know, they worked in the middle, like 
look, actually more so early on last gen. And Biomutant, like you, you guys were saying, it's not a native to uh, current gen consoles. So, you know, where again, we're playing through this backwards compatibility and it's just amazing what they're able to do with it. Again, if you, you know, 4K, 60 frames, it's amazing. And then you got Sony with the PS5. They are, they're only at 1080p. Like, it's just, it's amazing with the technology, what they're able to do right now. And, the you know, kudos to Microsoft for the backwards compatibility program at this point. Uh, Centurion, I know that you're really interested in uh, in Biomutant. Uh, how does this news kind of uh, play to you? Oh, for me, I... I had knew as soon as I saw this news come out, I was like, oh man, everybody's going to be blown off their, the, whatever they used to count blades of grass back in the day. Here we go again. I, I, it's one of those things where I feel glad to be an Xbox gamer, but I just, I have loved everything about this game since the first time I read any, the first article. And I knew that this was going to give this game a lot of eyes and attention. Hey, you know, I guess any publicity is good publicity, mm -hmm. but I wanted people to recognize this game for it's actually a very unique game. It's going to be a fun game. If you're going to rob yourself of an experience over resolution, I really don't know what to say. Um, I, I understand that, you know, you always want to feel like you're getting that premium experience, but... You know, at at the same time, you got to remember that there is a lot more people out there that really don't care. They're they're wanting to try some new experiences, and I really am looking very forward to this game. And I, it's going to be one of those things where I am completely happy, smiling ear to ear because I'm an Xbox gamer and I'm going to be playing this game in native 4K. But I'm also not going to be out there going ha ha he he. You know, it, it's regrettable that um, I actually liked um, what our guest actually had to say, that we see how, how easy it is for Xbox and the hardware they made to get games to run at a resolution like this a lot easier than the competition. Um, man, it just goes to show why Xbox definitely knows how to design a really nice piece of hardware, but at the end of the day, they're a so software manufacturer, and the things they really know how to do over there are awesome, and we're benefiting from that now. Yeah, well said. Yeah. Well said. Tim, hey, buddy. See, so you made it. Yeah, I made it. Unfortunately, I forgot today was the uh, Knicks playoff games, and I go with uh, my friends to watch the game, so they just freaking blew it. Um, but uh, happy to be here. Great panel. Um, South, I see you're here. Uh, also, Jimmy Dow. What's up, my uh, brother? Ghost and, um, and uh, what's, how do you pronounce that? Tagiri? Oh, Surgeon. 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 Okay, yeah, just Surgeon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, up and coming people. Uh, well, Ghost, uh, I can tell you that he's a legend. Back in the day, uh, his co is a content creator. is very entertaining. Um, you know, one of the first YouTubers to be on the scene way before anybody was. And oh, Surgeon is just uh, getting himself started on YouTube, and he really has really good content. So, uh, you know, take a follow on these guys, and, uh, you know, we're going to have a good show. Ah, you're too kind. Ah, go on. 
Keep going, keep going. Yeah. Now, uh, Timmy, what uh, we saw this whole biomutant thing kind of drop a couple of days ago. Uh, you know, it's it's amazing what the whole resolution uh, business goes. Remember back 2013 and uh, 14 about the whole Blades of Grass thing and GTA, and now we're seeing all these things pop up about resolution on the ps5 whether it be about biomutant uh, sniper uh the contracts too and so on um man it's uh really a different tale starting this gen huh yeah i think listen i think uh, kudos to xbox their backwards compatibility uh it's flawless they uh they um from what i'm told the reason why sony cannot be uh cannot get these games, these, these backwards compatibility games to higher resolutions and stuff like that. It's simply because the API doesn't allow it for uh, it to recognize playing a PlayStation 4 game. So basically, um, you can't add the added power. You can't put the added horsepower. Uh, you're just going to be able to run, you know, uh, what you could. Uh, otherwise, you're going to run the pro version. Um, so, uh, with that being said, kudos to Xbox for just always being ahead. Uh, it, you know, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, and I think people are also misconstruing thinking that it's a more of a power thing. It's more of a software thing as we explained. Um, but you know, I, I think it's credit due to Xbox. I mean, I don't want to have to wait, you know, for a patch if I could play this game right away, 4k 60 and, uh, you know, the difference is pretty big. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, gamers in general just go crazy over this stuff and we tend to blow it out of proportion. Uh, and I think that that's what happens here. But on the flip side, I think it did uh, buy a meeting well. It's selling very well. And I'm, uh, at first I heard some bad reviews, but now I'm hearing the game's really good. So uh, looking forward to it. I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, no, it does look like a pretty solid title, and honestly, I can't wait to give it a shot, too. I mean, it's coming out in a in a time frame where there's a, quite a few games kind of dropping. Uh, the Hired Gun game, Biomutant, uh, we got Mech Warrior also dropping into Game Pass soon, and a whole bunch of others. It's a, you know, it's a pretty exciting time with all this content coming. Uh, too much to the game, so... Um, no, just exciting times, guys. You know what, we will uh, we'll move on uh, to... A- oh. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah, I was just going to say a few things about the whole biomutant. Oh, go right ahead, my uh, friend. Go right ahead. I think I think um it's it's more a case of a lot of PlayStation fans have uh snookered themselves in the sense that because in the PlayStation 4 generation they've had to keep talking about oh, resolution this, resolution that, graphics this, graphics yeah. that and it's hard it's hard for them to change lanes without undermining playstation as a brand which they can't do physically they really it it makes them wretch if they have to start doing that so um with bio with biomutant most people don't i think in general they wouldn't they wouldn't care if it if biomutant was only on playstation 5 and not on xbox they wouldn't care about the resolution as evidenced by returnal returnal is has an internal resolution of 1080p um and they don't care about that. No, they they don't they don't care about that. In actual fact, I think um, a lot of PlayStation fans secretly wish that the game was coming to Xbox Returnal just so that they could gauge whether it's a power thing or if it's just a bad development thing. 
Because if it was also 1080p on the Xbox Series X, then they could say, look, it's 1080p on the Xbox Series X, and then they can talk, and then they can mm-hmm. do that. It's, it's yeah. funny you say that because there's no Xbox version. I'm seeing a, a select few people. They use the medium uh, with the 900p as a, as a yeah. default comparison. But yeah, I'm thinking yeah, to myself, it's dual rendering nine, 900p. That beats 1080p any day. But that, that, that's what I usually yeah, say. Yeah, and and, I, and I think, yeah, but I think I, I learned uh, one, one thing that I was looking at last year because I remember just before. So when the Xbox Series X was announced to have 12 teraflops, whatever, the most important, well, the thing that I was keeping an eye on was I wonder where the narrative's going to go now if the PlayStation 5 is not more powerful in terms of teraflops. And I have to say, I was very, very surprised to just, because it's it's now at a point where um, you've got a lot of people who enjoy PlayStation, who are, you know, I guess, avid fanboys of PlayStation who don't have a problem consistently changing lanes, being captured in 4K, not Returnal, but them being captured in 4K, um, and you know, being seen online that, hey, hey, I'm here, I'm here for resolution, I love my resolution, it's the most important thing to me, and then when the PlayStation 5 gets beaten on resolution, they then switch to frames per second, and just can, it, it's gotten to the point where they just, they just do not care. Yeah. right now um and um and i was i was always very curious where it was going to go um with regard with regards to that so this biomutant thing i'm getting less and less surprised the more news starts come more news starts coming out because at first it was kind of entertaining to see where playstation fans were going to dance to next but now because they just keep they they've it's kind of they've got no shame <laughs> They just say, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll get, okay, yeah. you know, it's got a higher resolution, it, it doesn't bother us. Oh, by the way, the medium, and I'm just thinking, the medium's not even a first, from a first party studio of, of Xbox, you know, and it's, so kind of going to the medium is a sort of last resort thing, and that's why you're seeing people really, really ramp up their disdain uh for xbox you got you know, you know jim ryan seething because he found out that housemark borrowed the xbox series x dev kit from the guys at sony san diego just so that they could play returnal in 4k 60 frames per second that's a joke but <laughs> <laughs> but um go ahead no 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 that 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 was it it's just it's just no, it's I, you know, I, I do think that Sony fans did put a premium on resolution, and we all remember that. And not only did they put a premium on resolution, uh, the media got behind it, and the beginning of this generation or last generation, I mean, you literally, that's all that was talked about. Uh, that Overdrive would come out, 900p would be talked about. Rise at the launch, unbelievable-looking game. Nobody talked about that. They talked about the resolution. So it is kind of in their wheelhouse to kind of get some flack to this. They did put such a premium on resolution. I mean, it was such a point that Nielsen did a, uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, they did a survey. And the most important thing to the Sony fan, fan was resolution. Yeah. Well, okay, so yeah. Number one need. 
and and I think they've they've forgotten how to enjoy a game just on its own merits. They can't enjoy a game unless the media is singing praises for that game and across the board. It has to have 4K, 60 frames per second, great graphics, amazing story, great gameplay. And if it's not if it's not shooting on all those cylinders, if it's not firing on all those cylinders, they can't enjoy the game. Then they can't be seen to be enjoying the game because that's what they kept parroting last generation. So for me, it's a miserable way to enjoy games. It's just, look, whatever the game's res- internal resolution is, I, I, don't, I don't care. I just, I enjoy the game for the game. That's what I enjoy it for. I don't care if, you know, someone like Digital Foundry is just, oh yeah, by the way, did you know that it's, it's at 900p? I'm really not bothered as long as I'm enjoying the game, to be honest, but they can't be seen enjoying that in public. So, and this is why this biomutant thing has 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 wounded them because um it's 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 not just because it's uh low resolution on playstation 5 it's a low resolution on playstation 5 compared to the series x and that bothers them that bothers them the most more than more than anything um and they can't enjoy the game for that reason alone that's why so like yeah so. Think. Oh, great that's a great opinion yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's absolutely well said, uh, like General was saying. And, you know, it's amazing, too, because I never used to be a resolution guy, but it got, like, trumped up so much during, you know, the past, what, seven, eight years. And I, I don't, you know, I'm not one of those guys who always constantly pushes resolution. I'm more about, you know, what can be done in-game with, like, AI, you know, different physics and so on. Uh, but, you know, like, different gaming outlets and so on made it so that resolution was this... Uh, this benchmark for gaming and now you know that's what everybody talks about and it's stuck in everybody's head i mean obviously xbox guys we're not gonna forget that right so of course we're gonna bring it up i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna say that i'm gonna i'm going to blame uh xbox and microsoft for this because it's just a little bit of a segue i feel that when they were talking about the whole power thing they left a power vacuum to dictate what is a next-gen looking game so we started with how good hellblade looked and then uh, now the the concept of next gen and i remember when uh digital foundry were talking about horizon forbidden forbidden west and they said that the game looked really next gen and i remember looking at forbidden west and thinking the lighting it looks good but the lighting looks a little flat here i'm not getting next gen vibes from this or what should be considered next gen. So now there's this huge power vacuum for what determines is a next gen game because nobody nobody really knows what it is. It's the same with ray tracing, right? Uh, ray tracing is just any shiny any shiny surface is that ray tracing. That's how people that's how that's how people are. So because of all of because of all of that, there's no way to determine what's good and what's bad. So people just kind of go with what's been tried and tested in the PlayStation 4 generation, and that is what's good is graphics and whatever and resolution, and that's why they're sticking to it until, obviously, they have to change lanes. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, segue. Segue over. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, hey man, that's good. That's good, and I, you know, I really appreciate uh, your commentary there. You know, because a lot of us feel the same way. And you know, again, it's just uh, you look at the series X and S and the amount of uh, brute force power that it has, and hey, you know what? It looks like it's uh, you know early on, it's going to be coming up on top. And uh, Microsoft spared no expense into developing this uh, these consoles. So, hey man, this is just the beginning. Um, okay, guys, I will uh, move us over to some other bit of news, and it looks like we're going to be hearing about Xbox's E3 plans quite a bit soon. Uh, during an interview with French outlet Le Figaro, director of Xbox Game Studios, Matt Booty, revealed that Xbox and Bethesda will be having a joint conference to discuss their future projects. Now, when you think of the combined studio content of Xbox Game Studios and Bethesda, that's a lot of content there. Now, Centurion, how do you feel of uh, the news of this joint show? Do you think that it could drag on too long? Or, hey, you know what? That's just more content, the more the merrier. Um, I always want to say, hey, more content, more the merrier, because at the end of the day, you can always go back and rewatch a show. Um, I'm never even able to watch a majority of these things live. Now, E3 happens to be one of the ones I can tune in for. And so I guess, yeah, I would just love a three hour marathon. But um, I know that it has to be done right. Also, you got to definitely keep it entertaining. So I don't really see Microsoft wanting to do something like that for sure. We're probably, in my mind, we might just see like an hour of what Microsoft has been doing and an hour of what Bethesda has been doing. All I know is that we're going to see a lot of great games. We're going to kind of see the next two years. Um, I know everybody's hanging on the whole Starfield thing because of all the other crazy stuff and all the God. How does anybody want to? How would you describe the situation with the reveal of kind of like how Starfield possibly coming out in 2022? I mean, I couldn't believe that. I have to agree with everybody that says that it's not going to because it's going to come out against Halo Infinite and a bunch of other big games. So it really fits better for it to come out in 2022. I'm just looking forward to what they're ready to show us. And it's going to be a really good show. Um, I really hope they kind of let ha Todd Howard kind of have the stage because I've always loved Todd Howard's stage presence. Um, I wonder if they're going to make him keep it a little bit more PG this time and not let him cuss as much, which <laughs> was one of the reasons why I like Todd Howard is because he's all up on stage just cussing. Uh, but definitely, it's that was written in Todd Howard. Todd Howard, he just—he's amazing. He, I mean, he—he—he he, he commands, you know, just. I mean, he's the he, he most electrifying man, <laughs> you know. He—he's he, amazing, and he—and you know, he's—he's he's done his due, and he deserves it for whatever he's done in his career. I mean, the respect is given because of he, he's deserved it and he's earned it. Uh, so, this is one of your biggest guys. Because I remember yeah, before, okay. uh, before our four came out, you were like, you would leave your house. You just kept playing. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because re remember, um, uh, 
I was when when Phil introduced me to Todd Howard, and I was just I was starstruck. And no, you know, normally I don't get starstruck, but when it came to Todd Howard, I was completely starstruck. And and I remember talking to him about the game, and you know, and I, and I had already started it, you know, and it was before the game came out. <laughs> and I'll just never forget the way he looked at Phil, as if Phil gave me a copy of the game. And Phil looked looked back at him and goes, "Hey, don't look at me, bro. I <laughs> I didn't I didn't do it." And so, of course, I had to explain to him, "No, it wasn't Phil. He didn't give me the game. You know, I got two other means, but it was just it was funny. But yeah, you remember Timmy? I was I was sprung. Yeah, no, uh, he, he is uh, a big a big guy. And, um, as far as the three, maybe we'll get some info tomorrow. I mean, it's getting close. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Um, hey, Tim, what do you think about this whole, like, Starfield uh, release date kind of, um, you know, a whole bunch of different people, a whole bunch of, like, either uh, journalists, insiders, people who should be in the know. They're getting, they're mixing up all these different dates. Oh, it's at the end of uh, 2021. Oh, now it's early 2022. Uh, what do you think's going on there? Well, I honestly, I hate to say it. I think Jason is is sounding like the one that has the the real lead, and I say that because there was there was a time where I had heard internally, and then I, and I had talked to journalists about it internally. That yeah, they're done for twenty twenty one. Now uh, that could have been something that Microsoft was pushing out because the people that kind of had ideas of it, who had a very good past with this stuff, probably would have gotten their info from Microsoft. And Jason, on the other hand, nobody likes him at Microsoft because uh, he's not a popular guy um, for various reasons. Um, but what I think happened is he went to a Starfield dev or he got some type of inside information to, to somebody who's actually making the game. And, uh, you know, he got more concrete information because, as if you notice, like, a lot of the influencers and a lot of the journalists, uh, they all tempered back and they were like, oh, well, it is 2022 now and, you know, I'm hearing this and that. Uh, but, uh, you know, shout out to the people that were making those predictions on 2021. That was indeed what was going around in the inner circles and the and the... And the uh, Stuff that's that that a lot of like people know and the little information that's usually correct. Uh, and people no, that are- t- hey Timmy, Timmy, to, to interrupt you for a second, but remember, and this actually goes out to everybody. Remember, in the past, before you know being acquired by Microsoft, you know it, it'd be about six months prior to games, you know, coming out. There'd be all kinds of information leaked. And now, so, now, right now, it's not getting leaked like it used to be. Yeah, probably because of COVID. Probably because people aren't in social settings like they are. Um, 100%, you're right. Um, and, you know, who knows? But I just, I feel like it's going to be uh, 2022. I, 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 I'd, hate, I'd hate to blame it on COVID itself. Oh, but I'm I mean, saying, itself. Like, the reason why people are getting real like like the, the the rumor breaks is because everyone's home you know what i mean like mm, like people aren't right. talking as readily as they used to be i mean you you and me you and me both know this at this time we would be jumping up and down talking about e3 saying what, what am i coming over and what are we doing 
playing right now. There's no talk at all. It's like uh, E3 is you know uh, you know dead on a social uh, you know on a social side because we're not going to be showing up. Uh, hopefully next year we get E3. I think it's I think it will come, um, and we'll be back. You know, as fans together, we'll meet up again. Um, but aside from that, I just it's just a different a different feel overall. And my point is, is that the guys that were saying 2021, it was because that's what they were hearing. So maybe Microsoft some Microsoft leads were given some erroneous information. And Jason, um, honestly, he, he nailed it down and he got the right info. But at the end of the day, as we spoke about last week, probably better off having Starfield sit alone and not uh, with Halo. Maybe give Halo a chance to really uh, have its own, its, own, uh, its own space. And, uh, you know, it, it makes sense. Yeah, that they but hey, hey, hater or love him. You know, he actually, he's, he, when it came to, to um, Bethesda, he always had a, a good, you know, he always had a good plug when it came to Bethesda because he, he came up with, you know, legit info. And so. Yeah, it's just like I said, I, I honestly think it's 2022 holiday. Uh, and I think that we'll, we'll find out about that. I do think that we will see. Uh, uh, Todd on the, on, the, on the floor and I do think that they're going to um, you know, show gameplay and they're going to announce a game. I think we'll be very happy uh, because like I said uh, this is a game that uh, South wouldn't leave his house for. He was, uh, I think, he was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, Maddie from Defining Duke, he was saying that from what they were hearing the people that were saying like maybe 2021 maybe early 2022 was like maybe the Microsoft people. Um, and then people that Jason was hearing from were maybe developers saying, you know, yeah, kind of like with, kind of like with the, exactly uh, what was it? Cyberpunk. Like you kept hearing like, Hey, we're going to release the game in April. And you know, that's what the publisher's saying. But like the devs are saying like, there's no way in hell. <laughs> Um, well, so that's well, probably why now, you know, different sources, you know, one saying this and one saying the other, because because there's a lot of sources that, uh, from Matt, what Maddie was hearing, what from uh, Jeff was hearing, they were hearing from like so, probably the same people from Microsoft saying that, hey, the game's gonna be yeah, 2021. Well, they want they want they want Halo to give its own wide berth, you know, and, and that's 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 they should, you know, well, they, 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 they need to give. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh. I mean, no. If you you finish first. No, no. I, I just like I said. Uh, you know, uh, Halo needs to have its own big opening window by itself, and and it, it needs its due diligence, and they they need to give Halo its respect that it's due. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I don't think, I think it's so much more. I don't than that, think they'd be worried too, but because they've released Halo right next to Fallout, like months before Fallout Five or Fallout Four. Sorry. <laughs> Um, right, and and now they don't need to. The next, you know, one from Tom Howard would be releasing just like they did, you know, back in 2015. Well, I think there's a lot of combinations, though. Like, for example, we're not going to, we're going to be supply constrained until they say, what, mid-2022? So, I mean, as, as great as Halo and Starfield would be in the same holiday quarter, I mean... If there's only yeah, if there's only so much Xboxes to go around, I mean it won't have the maximum impact. I mean, sure, a lot of people will get on Steam 
or uh, or even stream it if they have to on X Cloud. But I think the most damage it can do, Starfield, is 2022. And if they if they can get another year's worth of polish into it, all the better. I mean, that said, I mean it would be nice if it was 2021. That'd be like the uh, almost overkill. But I, th- I mean, off the top of my head, though, you got Halo Infinite. I firmly believe Forza Horizon Five will be announced and released this year because mo- usually Horizon games they they are September. announced released in the same year. Then there's what Stalker Two, The Gunk, Exomecha, Crossfire X, Age of Empires Four. Yeah. I think their holiday is pretty stacked. Like as and Bethesda is going to have something. Like they weren't going in, they weren't relying just on Deathloop to get them through the year on one platform, on like PC and PS5. That was not what they were. There's they're going to release something probably this year. I can almost guarantee they're probably going to announce something because that's how they do. They release it and they're like, hey, we're it's coming out six months from when we just first showed it off. So I'm well, sure and we'll, it goes back to what I was saying. Normally, about by now, we would already heard something, or we would have had a big chunk of the story, or what you know what to expect. Well, look, like right that, now, they keep it close to yeah. the chest until, like, kind of like with Fallout, like Fallout Four. We didn't see a glimpse of that game until. Well, that, well, no, no, no. It, well, well yeah. When later, it comes huh? to Bethesda themselves releasing oh, yeah. the info, yeah, they wait till the very last second, but the leaks would happen months and months prior, and then it'd be like, yeah, oh, well, the like leaks were correct. But, well, like, we are getting Starfield right, leaks, so. though. Mm-hmm. I mean, some yeah, leaks have been like coming out. <laughs> They're, like, showing uh, some guess, screenshots from an uh, old build. Yeah. They've always been very good. I agree with uh, what you said. They've always been good at keeping their mouth shut. Um, and I do think that they have stuff. I do know that there was a you know, there might have been a little politics that they maybe wanted to go alone and have their own show, and Xbox was like, you know what, let's make this uh, all-in-one show. You know, why not? I think that they yeah, can't. I, I still think that Bethesda deserves their own show. They're, they're, they're just too well, big of a dev to, to I share. Mean, were, yeah, I mean, we went to them. I mean, they were they rivaled Xbox and C3s. If oh, most sure. definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I remember me and you, we were up in, uh, we were hanging out, I think, with, uh, with the Microsoft guy, uh, one, of, one of our friends, Will, and we were watching it on, remember, we were watching it in his room, we were watching uh, Fallout. Yeah. And talking about yeah, yeah. It. Oh, my God, but, you know. Uh, yeah, Mr. Still, Tuttle. How Bethesda and Xbox... They came together. Well, and that's why I say I, I think that Bethesda, you know, deserves their own their own show, and it and it, it's kind of a tightrope to to you know to walk. But Bethesda is just too big of a dev to. I think they will probably do their own show. It probably just be grouped together. Yeah. you know. Yeah. What what will probably happen South is that they will have their own show. It just be back to back. Yeah. They have to. Yeah, they have to. I don't know if it'll be three hours though, because that might be a little too much. Oh, yeah. But I think no, the joint no, no, it'll be is... separate days or or, or different. No, you know, it'll be the same. They'd have, have to have a big, big uh, uh, oh. gap in between both shows. Oh, well, just, unless you unless it's like one hour, one hour for a total of two hours, because usually these shows are like yeah. individually are like what hour and a half. But I, I, uh, my personal opinion, yeah. the joint conference is necessary because. I think a lot. We really? all, you know, like the we're all in our own bubbles. Like, I, it's 
it's branding, branding. Not yeah, they want to. I, I, I would say Bethesda, now, this is Xbox. My... It's not just the Bethesda show, like, yeah. and they're coming to PlayStation. Yeah. They want to drive Todd it on Phil Spencer. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Now, obviously, I'm nobody, but me personally, I would let say Xbox get their big show, and of course, they're gonna, you know, like they normally did. They show off, you know, like you know, Star Fox or whatever, and then. You know, oh, let, let let Ubisoft have their their uh, show, <laughs> and then then Bethesda get their show going. Well, that was the original thing that I heard. That was the way they wanted to go originally. Um, and I do think, though, so, uh, you know, and uh, somebody I think your sur- surgeon said uh, branding, and and that makes sense too because. I think what happened is they were going to go that route, and then they said, no, we want to have it all as looked into one inclusive deal uh, for pretty much the brand. They don't want people to think that they don't want to separate it. Yeah, I, I, I get it, but I, but I definitely think that there's just like I said, it's just Bethesda is too big of a brand and dead themselves. I mean, they, the thing is, is that what I think is going to happen is, is that now they're portion which was usually monumental people would come and get their tickets and wait on days for their tickets and i remember yeah. uh you went to we went to all the bethesda's I and mean, you went to everyone i think um yeah uh, you know um they hey. ran a really good show peter pete hines was on oh yeah yeah uncle pete man great guy yeah. great just yeah amazing guy so, but now, now I don't know if that's going to be if there's going to be a little watered down. Probably will be, um, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's really about the only, what they have. The only way I see it happening if they do it the same time as the Xbox is if they tone down on the the indie portion of the Xbox uh, uh, show. Yeah. They'd have to take they'd have to take a big chunk of uh, the indie you know unfortunately yeah. which they could do on another show which they've been doing they they mm-hmm. did the itch to indies but i heard the show is going to be 90 minutes um and uh you know that's not a fact or anything that's just uh you know from hearing from pretty reliable people but it's gonna be 90 minutes uh and uh it's definitely gonna have starfield and um they're gonna show starfield and they're gonna probably date it They'll show Halo and date it. And then, um, you know, Forza Horizon, I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of good. I'm hearing the last couple of days, I've heard more stuff than I've anticipated. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is they are loaded with announcements. It's just about times to make it and to coordinate it and to show it off. Uh, Hellblade yeah. yeah. 2, but Hellblade 2 is going to be awesome. I'm telling you right now. So, and, and, and and they have to start because remember they promised when they when they start buying all these devs they promised you know uh, every every month was going to be a big game you know a triple a game so right. if they, if that's going to start happening i i'm going to say you know first quarter 2022 you know is going to start you know start start to be it every quarter was but if you look at it, they have 35 teams working on it. I think, though, yeah, that time's coming where we're going to be, like, blown away by Game Pass. We all know that's inevitable. 
Uh, you know, there are people though that say, you know, we haven't gotten the game in 700 days and this and that. That's all, you know. Yeah, that's the worst. Shit, because yeah, I think, I think, well, but you know what? I, like I said, you know, first quarter 2022, I think that's when, you know, all it, it, it's put up or shut up time. And I, and I think that's when it's going to start happening. Oh yeah, I, I think Bethesda a lot. They have a lot of cards, cards close to the chest. I think the Arcane Second Studio is uh, due for a reveal soon. Uh, Roundhouse Studios as well, but I think even uh, Machine Games is due for a Wolfenstein Three pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I, I think people saying that the games aren't coming are just being well. They are obviously being disingenuous because. I mean, a game like Returnal has been in development for four years. That's longer than Phil Spencer and Xbox have had to accumulate studios. Yeah. So, because yeah, remember, th- these games have been worked out way before Xbox, you know, acquired, you know, Bethesda. So, you know, I mean, it, 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 like I said, like- it's now it's it's put up put, put up or shut up time. Oh yeah, Zenimax yeah, online. And the crazy thing is, we're just talking about Bethesda. We're not even talking about any of the other <laughs> 17, 18 studios. That's what's so crazy about mm-hmm. it. Is they have honestly, there is going to come a time where we're just like, wow. Uh, and I do think that uh, Xbox has positioned themselves well. They've had some unfortunate things. Uh, I heard Flight Simulator when that comes out. Uh, people joking around, it's not a game, whatever. Uh, simulator, you can joke all you want. What I heard is it's the best-looking game on console, and the reason why is because a lot of PCs have a hard time running the game, uh, so not many people are really experiencing this game the way the Series X can display it. Yeah. And what I heard, you're talking about Ratchet & Clank being the best-looking game going, that's going to be short-lived when... Uh, Flights had come out, and that's uh, one of their, you know, that's one of the games coming. They, they do have a lot of games coming, a lot of announcements. I don't think it's time. I think the time to be nervous is when they had four studios, and like we didn't know anything, you know. And it was like, no, we were just like dying for them to buy even one studio. Now they have twenty-three studios, and they have a ton of stuff with Xbox Global Publishing. Kojima stuff that, that Jeff reported on, that is 100% real. Uh, I can tell you that for a fact. And that's because uh, I had known something about that, you know, that I never really talked about. But it, well, it, well, come it, on, Timmy. Okay, you know, then. Let's hear it, brother. Come on. But the fact is that they, they did meet, they did discuss. And, you know, Jeff, Jeff was just the. When he put, wrote his thing out, and he said that their coaching was definitely coming. Um, I think you could put that game in the yes category. So you have that game coming. You have uh, IO Interactive game that's going to be coming. I mean, there's so much stuff coming that mm-hmm. it's just like, like I said, it's a matter of time with the announcements. Um, you know, a lot of people want a huge E3. I get it. Uh, I just like, uh, like, 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 uh, MLD said, though, you are up against something where you're not selling, you can only sell as many as you can. And, you know, uh, you, you could be a little strategic here because, you know, until you really have the console out where it could sell readily to everyone that wants it, it's hard to gauge where they're at. 
on, on that. That's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be nice to get some uh, some more gameplay, though, Timmy. Like, Because, uh, we, again, we, we do have all these games that we do know about. I mean, obviously, we know that uh, Flight Sim's coming in August, I believe. But then you have all these, like... Uh, either indie exclusives they got or just, you know, other third parties such as uh, the Warhammer Dark Tide, Scorn, I believe uh, General was talking about the gunk, even uh, a game that was you delayed, said. like Crossfire X, right? Like, there's yeah. so many games that we just, we don't know about because they were delayed for one reason or another or just we haven't heard of. So I, I, I would just, I would like to see more, uh, like again, just a couple of solid release dates, even just for games that we know. Stalker, for example, Stalker Two, and it's a few others. Like there's a plethora of games that are exclusive to the platform, even timed. Uh, we just need to get again more gameplay and more dates. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also like again. Uh, there's a lot of pressure. Like there's not as much pressure since Xbox has so many studios now that they have to uh, constantly, constantly like uh, put these studios out there. Um, Surgeon, I was just curious. I mean, there's a few Xbox studios that we haven't heard from in a little while, such as uh, Compulsion Games. Do you think we'll uh, hear something from them? Um, that's, that's so difficult to tell. Cause I feel like every time I, if we try and predict what Xbox are going to do, they, they, they do something else. Um, compulsion, I think COVID hit a lot, especially the compulsion is probably a smaller studio in Xbox's wheelhouse. So I think it hit a lot of them quite deeply compulsion. I would be honest with you. I have, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you what I think compulsion's working on. <laughs> I have no, I have no, I have no idea. Um, I, I, I feel like their art style is a little similar to Arcane, or maybe I'm just going crazy after playing Dishonored. I felt like there were some, a few ties with We Happy Few. Don't ask me why. I, I don't know. But yeah, um, I, yeah. I think uh, as, as I said, as I said before, I feel like the most important thing about having all these studios is that is the breathing room that's afforded to all of them you don't get that i don't think you get the halo delay if the bethesda acquisitions around the corner i you, i don't think you get it i think halo still comes out with the series x because they need something to entice customers and i still think it does and I, whatever halo has to do and uh i mean there's a few things that i've, I've got in, i've got in my head that i'm working on but i don't even think that graphics were the were halo's biggest problem last year i think it was more the way it was presented more than anything um so uh i think that they i mean they could easily sorry so they've got the suit so they've got the studios buying time for other studios so i think the confidence to delay halo was very very important for xbox uh, well, so... and, and and not and not just that you also had the the fact that, that a lot of people still couldn't get their hands on these consoles, whether it's the, the Xbox or the PlayStation. So, you know, they're, they're both, they're, they're both struggling to keep up with demand. So it, that that's giving them both breathing room, not just, you know, COVID, but, you know, just the lack of being able to get, get their hands on the, the console that has really given them both a, Big, 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 wide berth. I think that's also um, 
that kind of speaks to something that I think Jeff Gordon said the other day about chips not being available or something like that. But the Xbox ecosystem also spans PCs as well. So that's a that's a, that's murky waters for me. It's yes, the Series X uh, is out of stock, but then uh, yeah, the Series X is out of stock. But at the same time, uh, their con sorry, their the Xbox ecosystem is available through PC. People can play these games through. Uh, their, their their PC, so it's a uh, it, it's it's kind of yeah. Like you, you, yeah. Well, you can also use your uh, your um your your, uh, your Explorer or Chrome or you know whatever Firefox, whatever you want. You know <laughs> yeah. them them announcing that was huge. So you know they they they, uh, they they still got a lot of lot of you know a lot of stuff on uh, you know in their pocket, in their back pocket to. To unleash, so you know, I, it, I am it, curious. Help. Do do people think that Xbox could do a Breath of the Wild where they only bring Halo Infinite to E3? Mm, oh, I right. think they'll have a lot no, more than that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. that that never crossed my mind. No, there's too many to show. alone. No, I mean, I mean, no, no, I, I don't mean that because uh, I, I I doubt they would do that, but. I mean, do we think that Halo Infinite is big enough that they could do that? That's what oh, I mean. No. 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 No, because it just goes back to what we were talking about a few, you know, ten minutes ago. There's there's too many uh developers that they bought and they scooped up. There's just too many games that all these developers have been working on that they, they there's just too much stuff in the works that, that it's not just Halo. Like I said, Halo's gonna get their 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 uh you know, month. You know, um, they're gonna have their month uh, to shine, mm-hmm. and then everything That's... else is, is gonna is gonna fall fall after that. I, I I do agree though. Like logically, they just can't show just that. But that said, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, you could literally spend time going in depth in the open world to single player campaign. But they also they haven't revealed the multiplayer. And like mm-hmm. when Halo Five was announced, they announced Warzone as the next big thing. A hundred percent, there's going to be like a next big multiplayer mode for Halo Infinite, and I think they're going to do a whole segment on multiplayer. Like they 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 could stretch that out if they want to. I do think Halo is a big game because not many games are the full package in that they are a massive open world single player game, co op, split screen, fully fledged competitive multiplayer. Not many games do all of that anymore. Oh, even with Forge, the map editor. There's so much to show, so I think in theory they could, but logically they gotta show more because right now Halo Infinite it's taking all it's shouldering all the weight by itself. You gotta you gotta lighten the load a little bit, give other games the spotlight. Well, you know what they say about critics nowadays that they're, they're reviewing campaigns more than they're reviewing the whole package. So yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's a shame. It's a shame. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, but. Uh... Again, guys, we'll, like Tim was alluding to earlier, we'll probably find out more about what uh, Xbox's E3 plans are going to be. Oh, who knows? It could be tomorrow. It'll be very, very soon. And, you know, I am highly anticipating that uh, we're going to have a, a good back-to-back showing from Xbox and Bethesda. They're going to show off some... Uh, I would say there's some new IP there that they'll be showing off. But also, just 
again, just show all kinds of gameplay for uh, the games that we know about too, especially Halo. I want to see more Halo. I love my Halo. Um, our- well, who doesn't? You know, and the, the next the next few weeks, uh, it should be interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, starting to hear. You know, the leak the leaks will be coming pretty soon, and it's <laughs> going to be a lot lot of fun to to you know speculate. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, plus, we got the end of month uh, Halo update. Oh yeah. Well, I, I'm sure they're keeping a lot of announcements and um, things uh, that they're gonna just push to E3. So, like, I don't think like you're gonna wake up tomorrow and have a, a, a if possible, but like, I don't think we're gonna have like a Game Pass blowout or anything. Anything that's like gonna be good news is gonna be held. For the three weeks I've heard that I think you know, the Bethesda announcement just spoiled Mondays. Ever since that announcement, everybody's just been waiting with breath. Two p.m. my time, not your time. I don't know what time. Right. <laughs> um, they also had the, you know, they had the Outriders announcement, yeah. and then the show was the huge announcement. Oh, yeah, the um, show was huge. Oh, my God. Robbery. And, oh. You know, and it pissed me off because I had just bought the, the, you know, the $99 version, and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's a great game, too. But, you know, um, overall, I, I when is it? It's the 12th? I don't so think we know. We're three Mondays away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the what the twelfth to fourteenth, I think, yeah, somewhere 12th, there. Yeah, twelfth is a Sunday. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. It's... So I think that um, uh, I think that uh, you probably you know, tomorrow an announcement or, or next week, two weeks out. Seems like then you give a lot of people, but again, it's a lot different than it used to be. Nobody has to make travel plans. Um, you know, we used to. But you, but you know what, Jimmy? Yeah. You know, and now we're not even without. It's so different. It's so, you know, it's so different than how it was. You know, it's it's almost forgotten about that we had fan fests and all that stuff. Uh, you know, it's 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 great to see though that. Things are starting to get normal again a little. I mean, I saw the big game that fifteen thousand people at the stadium. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people now are you know getting vaccinated, uh, and uh, and I know that Phil. Oh, well, you know, so, and, you know, Timmy. You know, I know you're a big uh, MLB fan, and so you know, you uh, MLBs. They just announced that they're they're going to go full capacity on their stadiums. You know, I know Dodger Stadium here. Come the fifteenth of June, that's gonna be back to normal. So, you know, that's California, we we we've been one of the strictest uh, states, you know, when it comes to COVID, and and uh, it, it's uh, yes, I've heard. Yeah, so so it's looking pretty good. But what I could say is that, um, as far as E three and Fan Fest and stuff like everyone on this panel. You know, uh, if we get a shot and you have a shot, you know, they get back to doing fan fests. Uh, South was always uh, a huge guy with the community, um, brings a lot of people together. And, and I'm sure next year if we have it, and I do think we will have it. We might have- I, I, yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, you know, spe- speaking of the people that, you know, that, that are, you know, make, making the rules and, and, and making plans, I it's 
it, they enjoyed it just as much as we enjoyed it. And you know what I mean? And, and it's, you know, when it came down to it, it, it was to, to get, to get in touch with their fans and, and, you know, the, the, the reciprocation that they got from the, the relationship with their fans, it, there was nothing else like it. So, you know, and, and it wasn't just, E3, you know, Mexico City had theirs, Brazil had theirs, you know, London would have yeah. theirs, and obviously Germany would have theirs. So, you know, they did yeah. just not just E3, so it, it, it's going to be back. They mm-hmm. spent a lot of money with FanFest and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of things, uh, resources that they, they gave to us. Um, what I heard is is that they, they love the fans and they miss them. Uh, and part of this string yep. is, is, you know, uh, you're kind of like, yeah, I wish we had the fans here. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, the silver lining is, is that next year, uh, I think, you know, a large part of this podcast might be at E3. And even if they don't do a fan fest and we get into the show, if they don't, if they continue, it's just that whole week is such a magical week and the stuff that you can do. Um, the people community you meet, and you know, it's like it never ends. Like you don't, you don't have enough time to do everything that you want because the people like South and Megatron, and you know, all of us, we we all we no, all. No, I mean, you know what? Hey, Timmy, you know as well as I did. You know, uh, all the friendships that that, that, yeah. that has come out because of the fan fest and in E three. You know, like. I think you know Xbox knows what what relationships they helped create yeah. when it, you know the, the friendships you know like Preen, look at David Preen and all the guys that you know all the guys at Xbox you know uh, that that came to the parties and they, we became friends. Oh, yeah, uh, but I mean, how how else would that would happen in any other capacity? And exactly. when it comes to gaming. You know, yeah. like you said, Dave, David, you know, we've had so many friendships, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. And, and, and I don't mean ridiculous as in like, it's bullshit. I mean, like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like how, how amazing it is. How, un, how, un, un, how, how rare it really is to, to, to have that to where, you know, uh, executives are, you know, like meet me here and we'll talk and we're having drinks and we're making jokes. And... No, yeah. Well, well, I mean, the last, well, obviously this last year and this year we couldn't do it. But prior to these last two years, I mean, we, we've had at least one night that we all got together. Yeah. You know, and, and and it just grew and grew and grew every year. I mean, we, it, it was crazy. We we damn near took over bars. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, I, I can't wait for the day that uh, that we you know we're all there and uh, we can all like just party at E three together. Man, oh man. Uh, stupid. Uh, you know, current world condition kind of put a, a damper to things, but uh, you know what, guys? It sure it sure has. Yeah. You know. But but you know what? Hey, we we still are able to 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 get on Xbox Live or you know or PlayStation, whatever whatever your flavor is. You know what I mean? And you're still able to get on gaming online, and you know, it, it, it you know like 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 someone said earlier, gaming is just not a, you know one 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 uh, 
one 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 way street you know it, it, it's it's everything it's, it's not it's all inclusive you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's just like i said whatever your flavor is you know what i mean it's a beautiful thing and and, and that's what i love most about gaming is is the the the, the family uh, that you know i i know i can call timmy up right now but like timmy man you know what? The things are bad. And he'd be like, "Well, what's up, Southie? Mm-hmm. You know what?" And and I could talk to him for for two hours, and and it'd be yeah. no problem. Mm-hmm. Well, how he just felt well, like I know your wife, and you know, um, like my wife was supposed to come out, you know, in in 2019 before the whole deal, and you know, uh, it's just like you said, it's a big giant family, and and I really like the the panel members here, you know. Maybe in Ghost's case, he would go to an XO19 or, or be in the XO or a fan fest over there. But, you know, anybody in the States right. or anybody Precisely. that can make it, if, if they can, it's really is a magical experience. One of the best experiences of my life was those E3s. And I went to five in a row and a fan fest. And, um, yeah, it's been it's going to be like two years since I haven't, we haven't done anything. Yeah, so, but part of my heart has been missing the last mm-hmm. two yeah. years. You know, it was real depressing. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, it's just you know, we're, we're just telling people because it's gonna come back, and and you know, and you, and you know what, and and it sucks because when we bring up you know E three and 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 the times that we have and 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 the you know the the meetups. It's not bragging. It's just because, because as you know, Timmy, we 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 invite everybody. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh no no no. It's only you know a certain group of people. No, we, we if if you know us, you're invited. You know what I mean? And 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 that and that's like I said, that's the beautiful part about it. And that's and that's what's missed so much. You know, Megatron would get the you know Friday night. He'd have the the rooftop going off on you know the the. Tallest, the tallest bar, the west of the Mississippi. You know what I mean. And we're all there. You know, you got you know one of the biggest PlayStation guys, and you know, and uh, uh, what's it called, uh, hip hop gamer. You know what I mean. Like it's it's just it doesn't matter. All walks of life were were welcome, and it was just a beautiful thing, and it was the camaraderie. It was just amazing, and yeah. and I just. And I, I, I don't see it. There's no way it is going away. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, South. And... Because, 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 no, no, because the execs, they like it just as much as we do. Oh, yeah, you can see that they're having a good time, too. And, again, I can't wait for uh, for everyone to, uh, you know, get back to all that. And, again, we can all party it up. Uh, oh, we got in the chat here, Dirt Griggity with the $5 super chat. What's going on, TXR? Good to see General MLD on. E3 2021 is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, buddy, I totally agree with that. Thank you for that. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, we will move on to some other things, guys, another subject. And you know what? We're starting to hear news again of AT&T potentially wanting to sell off its gaming assets. The company will be uh, merging 
Warner Media with Discovery to form a new standalone company. And according to a spokesperson, some of the gaming arm will stay with AT&T and some will go to this new company, whatever it's going to be called or whatnot. Uh, there's speculation that we'll see some of these studios sold off. I mean, that wouldn't be necessarily I, wrong considering that like the gaming arm was supposed to be shopped I, around last summer i don't see it you know why because look at we just had mortal kombat the movie just came out and it was one of the biggest things for hbo max you know in in the last you know several months so i don't see them really selling off that their their arm of the gaming you know it's just it, it, it's too much there's too much money in it mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to get sticky with the uh, if, if if there is any returns to negotiations. I think it'll be the IP rights, like the licensing rights. I think that's gonna the cost there might be might might be a make or break well, deal. Well, the big one is DC. You know what I mean? Just look yeah. at that. I, yeah. I just do not see Warner or or eighteen. Well, because eighteen T they sold to Discovery, so I just don't see obviously. DC is a big part of why Discovery, you know, put up the money to to get that wing. So I I just I don't see it. I don't I don't see them selling it off, you know. And if if they were, I think we'd already be having uh, uh, rumors about it already. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's fairly new news, and we just got Bethesda like recently just acquired officially. I mean, I think personally, I think. If DC licensing is off the table and the and the studio the studios alone might not be enough to sweeten the deal, I'm thinking maybe Netherrealm might be cut loose. I don't know. I mean, Xbox does need a fighting studio, so I mean that that that'd be where my my guess is if this was going to be a, a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, obviously that 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 that's a big that's a big fish in the small pond, you know, to have Netherrealm, you know, Mortal Kombat. Would be huge for for you know Xbox to scoop up or even PlayStation to scoop up. You know what I mean? Obviously they they're not just gonna you know go for one one company to you know to put a filler out. But like I said, I I still think that there, that's too much money, too much income. You know because there's so much debt that AT and T had to carry because right now I believe AT and T still has seventy one percent. Uh, of, of the company, you know, and and Discovery got twenty nine. If it, it, I may be incorrect, but I believe that that's what it was. So you know, basically, AT and T when they bought it, they thought, oh, it's going to be easy. We're just going to start making, you know, you know, we'll start hiring this person, that person, and over the last couple of years, it hasn't really, it hasn't really, you know, happened the way that they anticipated. So I really think that they. If if nothing if nothing big happens in the next couple of years, then I would I'd I'd have to eat my words and say, okay, you know what? I think they are going to sell off their their uh their their stakes and their shares and or their IPs to a certain you know certain degree. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just my opinion. Well, guys, let's look at the list of studios here because I mean we talk about Netherrealms. There's also Rocksteady Studios, which obviously has done the uh, Batman Arkham games. I think they're working on the uh, oh, what, what is it called? Gotham they're Knights? working on Suicide, the Suicide Squad versus Justice League. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a Suicide Squad game. Um, so they got that in the works. Uh, there's also Monolith Productions. They worked on. 
Uh, they're known for like the Fear games, as well as uh, they worked on uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Shadow of War games, as well. Well, yes, you remember? Remember they got all the Lord of the Ring games that 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 you know that's been they've been pretty pretty big, and not not huge hits like you know we anticipated, but still they're they're semi you know pretty good hits. And you know, like I said, I I, just, I, I think there's just too much money that that part of their income. And and uh, you know to to make money or or to help with that debt that they they created you know buying uh, Warner Brothers and Warner Media. Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly the gaming arm is worth about, if I'm not mistaken, like about four billion dollars. Which, I mean, considering Microsoft bought Bethesda for what seven point five billion, I mean, it's not unforeseen that they could, I don't know, get them. Uh, or at least a couple well, of studios. I, like I said, I, I don't think it's impossible, but I just don't think that it's feasible right now. Because simply, just, like I said, because they they need to clear off some of that debt that is created by buying. And I, I now, like I said, I'm not the best with the numbers, but it seems to me they paid seventy something billion for for the whole whole shebang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I I do think if Bethesda wasn't purchased, that there would be a different kind of atmosphere going around about it. But being that Xbox is twenty five, twenty three studios, a big uh, big undertaking on Xbox publishing, which has three games, there's a lot of oversight. This one now, now, and, and I think Sony would be more feasible if they didn't go and buy uh, what's it called here recently. I I don't think I think Sony should be looking to them, but I just think it's too big of money. But um, right, no, because no, because they just bought um uh, damn well, they just what's it called? Well, they just bought um what's it called? The Evil. Evil, yeah. Insomniac. Yeah. Insomniac. Yeah, they just bought Insomniac. I think that took a big chunk of, you know, because we all know Sony doesn't really have that kind of money, you know. They're they're I mean, yeah. what what's really keeping them afloat is is Spider Man, you know, and then they really don't own it that like like they would love to have. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and they put like what, four hundred and fifty million dollars into Epica as well. Yes. Yeah. With a little shady, uh, but whatever. Uh, the fact is, is that, though, uh, I do think that what I've heard, that the people at the studios are very nervous that they're going to get railroaded when this deal goes through. And to be honest, I could see studio closures. I could see them really not giving a shit. Um, they well, there's going to be a lot of talent here, right. uh, you know, well, on, on the table here real soon. Do you buy something that's messy, or do you just wait until the inevitable, and then it's not pick up the talent after? Well, well yeah, fired? I mean, you, you, you seen what happened with with uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, shit, I mean, my my memory's so terrible. I I think it's it's the COVID related, you know, memory uh, memory loss. But um, <laughs> um, mm. no, but well, no, well, but. Well, well, no, well, well, who who created Rise? That was. Uh, Are you talking about Crytek? 
Crytek. Crytek. You know, they just they they started selling off their uh, their IPs. You know, yeah. so you just kind of just wait wait for the pickings. You know, the, the crows are the crows are circling. You know, I, and we'll just. I, I just think though, if there is a deal to be made, Microsoft definitely will be in there. I just think, it, like uh, Mild says, MLD, it's a messy situation, and I don't think also Xbox has to be a savior to anybody. Um, this is sounds like mismanagement by AT&T. Rocksteady oh, handling, you know, what's going on with Rocksteady is pretty shitty. They, they made a lot of good, awesome games, and they just haven't done anything for a long time oh, now. amazing games. Yeah, and just, uh, I just think AT&T, uh, unfortunately, doesn't view gaming as paramount as, you know, as they once did, or you know, I, I kind of feel like they're just really worried about knocking down that the the debt, and uh, uh, I do think right. it was much closer when they originally talked. I think Xbox was definitely in there. Yeah, but what, what, what about last, about a year ago, right? It, 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 it was more feasible about a year ago when when all the rumors, because there was right. quite a few people talking about it, and now you're not hearing about it. So I, I like I said, I just don't see it happening. You know. Give it a year or, or a year and a half, two years. If you start hearing it rumors, then I'll be more feasible, and, and I would think it, it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it might be worth it for the talent um, because there's no way that they're going to get the price that they were asking for originally from anybody if if there's no licensing, if, like, there's no deal for that. No, 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 because as <laughs> but... it was, the rumors before, was it was just for the studios. It wasn't for the IPs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the price was like something ridiculous they were asking for. I think it was like, what was it like four billion that they're asking for? That was rumored yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So there's no includes IPs. So it wasn't not be paying that, and then no one else is is probably you know probably the case. But if the price you know comes down because they can't get anybody to buy it for say four billion, if that comes down quite a bit, the talent there, talent that's at WB Games is pretty good. So. Oh, Those would still be great pickups as far as to like Rocksteady would get be a hell of a hell of a dev to pick up. Day one Game Pass and it's only on Xbox, you know, supported platforms, that would be pretty big. So well, everybody's no, no, in talking Xbox. about oh, Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead, Centurion. I was I was gonna say like no in Xbox though, like uh they'll make they'll they'll pull a death loop where they'll they'll honor the contracts or you know, like Outer Worlds. They'll say this game will will honor the contract. It'll be multi-platform, but you'll get it on Game Pass day one. But the next game will only be on Xbox. But I feel like that's gonna that's just gonna be years before you truly see the fruits that just benefit Xbox. I mean, I, I'm just going back to Netherrealm because uh, I mean, because they own their IP. More Combat is theirs, and I feel like that is a lot of rich gaming history there. And to own a piece of that gaming history, I think that would be a lot. Ooh. More better than like say uh, DC risky uh, DC licensing up in the air, you know. Man, I yeah. am so and glad they, they he went before me. Like they'd have that IP, they could revitalize that with a solid team. That'd be great. That'd be a big surprise at like uh, E3 show. So those are there's still some IP there that they could really bank on that to, are big names. To piggyback off the Nether Realm thing, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I had this big debate with uh, the guys on the shop podcast yesterday. I'm standing behind Nether Realm because uh, I fully agree on the fact that it is really hard to find a developer nowadays that really knows how to make a really good fighter. 
No offense to any of the other devs over there at WB Games, but fighting a developer that knows how to make an engaging fighter is almost like a talent in itself. And the Mortal Kombat franchise is a franchise in my mind, and I'm glad General here said it, um, that I feel like is going to stick with NetherRealm because we're talking about a franchise that actually got its roots in gaming. The ESRB pretty much was invented because of games like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, fatalities. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Well, the green blood, all that fun stuff. Um, and so... I just don't feel like WB Games can come in and just take that one away because it's not a big, a big screen proprietary uh, piece of entertainment. It got its roots in gaming, and then we got the movie. Um, and I just feel like WB Games is really uh, not WB Games, AT and T, whoever's really in control of what's left of the purse strings. Um, I feel like they've been trying to make some bank off of the IPs that they've had. Um, that's why we've seen RoboCop appear in the games. Um, we've seen um, Jason, well, not Jason Voorhees, excuse me. Uh, what is it, Rambo? No, no, no. But Maybe. in game, well, in games, yeah, well, yeah. Now in uh, Mortal Kombat 10 or Mortal Kombat X, we had Predator, Alien, Jason Voorhees, uh, Michael Myers. The fact that Nether Realms, Nether Realm Studios, shows their flexibility, and hey, we could take. Alien versus Predator. We could take Jason Voorhees versus Michael Myers. Or hell, let's get some Master Chief and Atriox in here. Let's really create a Game Pass-style game that would really redefine the arcade fighter genre. And let's bring in some of the bring, iconic... Bring in Master Chief versus the Doom guy, you know? Oh, yeah. Though that was another one to be able to play. Because now we've got Bethesda. So now we could have a guy fighting as the Brotherhood of Steel in the Brotherhood of Steel armor. <laughs> Uh, we got the Doom Marine. I mean, the sky's the limit. Killer Instinct, guys. The obvious yep. choice there. Well, oh, yeah. I don't go. Oh, yeah. Back. Well, Killer Instinct versus Mortal Kombat. Of... I mean, that's uh, aside from uh, what's it called? Street Fighter. That's, I mean, that's almost the same on par. You know, <laughs> that, that would be huge. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't go grabbing for Street. Um, excuse me, not Street Fighter. Um, Killer Instinct right away. Because didn't somehow a different like developer or publisher like somehow kind of throw a monkey wrench in the situation with that franchise? Well, the one that did a you know picked up the mantle, um, they've said recently that they would be up for you know doing a sequel. Oh, uh, Iron Galaxy. They get the Iron Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, Iron Galaxy. And they did a pretty good job picking up, and they fle- fully fleshed out the game and actually completed the game. So. I, w- I would say just keep them on that because they know what they're doing, and that's different. It's a completely different style of fighting game from like Mortal Kombat, so I wouldn't want them to be like, oh, now they're bringing in like super gore fatalities. Like, just keep those separate. They're you know they're definitely different games. So it, I, got- I would say pick them up. That you know just so you have them locked down, and you know Killer Instinct can be an awesome fighter for just kind of like you have Nether Realm locked down with Mortal Kombat. You know that series is in good hands. So. I was going to say, did you guys catch that? Uh, I think it was either sometime middle of last year. I can't really remember. There was this uh, Killer Instinct documentary. I've forgotten what it's called. But it was, a, it was a very interesting insight as to how Microsoft uh, lost Double Helix to Amazon Games. Um, and it goes into how they, why they had to switch 
to to Iron Galaxy because they had. But no, Hughes. that happened way way before. No, 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 that happened way before that that deal went through. No, well, no, no. Can no, no, someone no, tell I'm me saying, why? I'm saying the documentary. There was a documentary last year about the situation, mm-hmm. but this this the situation happened ages ago. Yeah. Um, but they go, but they go really. Into, yeah, Invader. Into... Is there any way you can um, you can link that at the bottom? Because I, I definitely like if you can find it. I definitely like to watch that. Well, I, I haven't have... watched it myself, but uh, continue on, Surgeon. Yeah, I'll have to remember what it's called. I, I'll I'll find it. I don't know what I should have just favorited it. I'm an idiot. Um, well, they... no. It, 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 if if we can get it in our de- description, we can have it. You know, uh, linked that, that that for our listeners as well. It'd be nice. Yeah. So yeah. So it it just goes to cut the long story short. It just goes into how um how uh they arrived at Double Helix as the developers, and then how they lost Double Helix to Amazon Games, and how they had to switch to Iron Galaxy. And it was, it's a very interesting forty five minutes. Um, yeah. So uh, if if I can if I I can find it, I won't be able to find it now because I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. Mm-hmm, huh. Yeah. Well, Iron. Yeah. yeah no. No, it's just yeah, Double Helix. I mean, it was a, it was really interesting because yeah, they uh, you know they weren't known for fighting games by any means, but uh, they got a pretty uh, strong team behind them. They showed Microsoft the different concepts, and uh, yeah, they were able to get a, a good quality fighting game out within like a year's development time. Yeah, well, what's his name that took over after he left Sony? I mean, he took over. They uh, they really blossomed, you know, when it came to to you know that 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 particular game. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, wow. that, I I definitely like to to watch that documentary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, either way, it's, uh, like the whole thing with, um, you know, WB and whatnot, uh, whether it be like, uh, Microsoft could be interested, who knows, like who knows that or anybody else, like it just, it seems like AT&T are gonna ship them off at some point, uh, yeah, there's a lot of buyers at the moment, we'll see what happens, but, uh, again, interesting times, and, you know what, guys, on that note, uh, we'll move on to what will probably be our last topic tonight. And uh, some interesting stuff uh, making the rounds. And according to some leaks, Microsoft is rumored to be working on Xbox, uh, an Xbox modding platform to make it easier for Xbox players to add uh, to their games, like different uh, mods and so on. And according to this news information, because of Xbox's involvement uh, since the buyout of Bethesda, the creation engine has been overhauled and even better for mods. Microsoft is said to be using the upcoming Starfield and creation engine to finalize a new platform-wide modding system for Xbox consoles. Uh, Shock, I know you're into modding. You're quite uh, the hardware tanker tinkerer and all that uh earlier this gen xbox opened up its system to fallout mods so it's a little bit limited but it's still there uh could we see starfield getting this mod support from xbox um definitely i would i would think so because that was uh that was big for like last gen because i think you had modding on the like fallout 4 but you didn't have it like on i guess tony wasn't allowing on their platforms but yeah i mean especially since they're integrating and kind of like uh catering to pc uh 
yeah, that's definitely going to be big for them, and especially for Bethesda games. That's definitely a big because uh, those games sell a lot on PC, and the mo- there's a huge mod community for those games uh, that Bethesda makes. So, yeah, I mean that that makes sense for them because you know Bethesda's you know more the the majority of their studios now. So, um, yeah, I mean it sounds like a you know great push for them, a great idea to like really cater to you know and please PC gamers, not just Xbox, but really branch out their. Uh, their platform so yeah i mean it's really good for uh, like for people like me who are just primarily console only gamers like uh playing mods on fall 4 that was like like that was just a whole new thing like usually that that, i think that was the first time i actually used mods on on a console game so i mean I, i if this is one of those things that xbox can really use to differentiate itself i think well it's just great for gamers all all around it's good that they're doing this Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought up the uh, mods for Fallout 4 because that was like my first experience with it too. Um, and then I kind of noticed that Bethesda took it a step further um, with um, because mods were basically, you know, sometimes it was like the roll of the dice. You could get a bad mod, you could get a good mod. Um, and then they came out with the store where you could actually, uh, it was like a form of currency that you could buy to actually buy mods that had actually been tested and optimized. So there was like no risk involved. And I remember buying some of those ones just to kind of spruce up my fallout Four colonies that I had been building over the, over the days of playing that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's um, like, what kind of uh, mods do you remember adding to your, uh, like to, to your game since you're in, like, was it for like armor customization weapons or like, uh... there was armor customization. There was um, mods to uh, <clears throat> gain different building materials. Uh, there was one mod where you could start having uh, arcade games in the uh, in your colonies that actually functioned. You could play a game on them. Uh, there was mods where you could uh, somehow make the wasteland uh, have foliage and and be a growing, living, like almost like forest. Like all of a sudden, everything started growing. Uh, there was a lot of fun ones uh, that I played around with. Some that caused a little bit of havoc and. It was also kind of weird because the mod would somehow get in different saves that you would have. So you would actually have to go further back in your saves if you got a hold of a bad mod um, just to kind of work that mod out of your game completely. And you would have to just kind of start playing from that point. Otherwise, parts of the mod would still kind of show up here and there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and that's good that you mentioned that because it, it gives, you know, certain people that want to get involved into that modding, you know, uh, community, it, it, it gives them a, a starting point, you know what I mean? And and like you said, they, they give them a spot where, you know, oh, shit, I messed up. So, you know what, I'm going to have to go back and start, you know, from square one, which basically they can give themselves in or an out. And you know what I mean. So so yeah, that, that's definitely a cool a, a cool thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I dig it. I I dig it. You know. So and, some and of these modding communities go pretty deep, and there's mods that are full blown expansions for these games. Like you can go on the PC right, right now and play an expansion of Skyrim 
that um, did not ever make it to console. Hell, it was never in the PC release. It was done by a bunch of uh, fans of the game that took the time to actually use the mod system because that was one thing that was cool that Bethesda basically opened up almost basically the developer kit. It was like, hey, this is the tools and stuff we use to kind of create the game. Let's see what you can do. And they've allowed people to go in and create these mods and these um, these fans have gone in and com- created full-blown expansions that add on to these games going way beyond, uh, in my opinion, probably what Bethesda... Uh, ever thought anybody would do with a mod mm-hmm. that's right and it's interesting too because like as the the uh, geeky nerd points out in the chat uh, it's kind of crazy how many of these mods actually fix the games right um whether it be like <laughs> yeah i've actually seen those too yeah there's mods to fix glitches and it's blatantly obvious it's all to fix the certain glitch it'll actually show you they do have mods that do that Mm, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Or just like yeah, to just, fi- fix lighting and so on. Go ahead. Oh, just leave it. Leave it to, to the community to just like fix the problems because they don't want to wait that long. <laughs> no. And- well, that's what PC modding originally kind of got a little popular for was that everybody kind of was like, "Well, if you ain't gonna create these patches, I'm gonna do it my damn self." And then pretty soon. Yeah, you know, people were just like, oh, well, we can also alter the game. We can do this. We can do that. And it just kind of like grew into like almost like its own culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for our benefit, yeah, it's, it's good. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I, I know like for Fallout 4, like I got, I, got, I did not like in the, the opening neighborhood, uh, Sanctuary, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. How like all these like dilapidated houses and all the leaves on the ground that you just it, it just wasn't like it was just it was an, it was an eyesore. It was ugly. I don't know. I got the mod that took out everything. Like the opening neighborhood was just a flat piece of land, so I can make exactly all the buildings I wanted to make. Like the, that was the mod I used. I tinkered with the most, but just things like that. Like it, it just it was so crazy what people could think of. Hmm. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Like it's just amazing what the community can uh, come up with, and really, I mean, Xbox is all about uh, again that community engagement, and I could totally see them uh, branching out this uh, like uh, the mods with within the uh, the creation engine, and just like let let people like let these uh, digital artists roam free. I guess you could say. Um, Surgeon, like, what do you think about all this? Uh, like the modding. Uh, stuff like uh, could you see Xbox opening opening up its uh, platform to modding more? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's the kind of trajectory that they're on. Is um, I mean, if you remember the kind of really closed nature sort of of the Xbox One, and we've sort of been just going more and more to an open nature, especially with the especially with the um game development kit that they're developing to have games across uh xbox pc tablet etc etc um i can see it just being cracked wide wide open because they've they're becoming less restrictive about what they have on this about what they have on their system i mean can you imagine i mean the xbox of today with mods and things like that can you imagine that in 2013, 2014? No, they, they, were, they were so no, strict. No, not at all. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. And now, I mean, I think, and and I would probably say that was 
a major stipulation in the Bethesda contract is that you've got to open up modding on your platform, otherwise no sale. You know, and, and I, I think it definitely will be like, hey, you know, you're you're taking a risk right here, so just be prepared that you might screw up your whole shit. So just just know this yeah. might, you know, you know, potentially. Well, it, it, whole system up. Well, it would be so, in the details, right? <laughs> They'll let you right, know. right, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. But you know, just you know, as long as people know, hey, warning, warning, warning. You know, you you might you might really mess up some stuff. So you know, just know what. Be be prepared that you know your shit might be screwed. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, they're already. I guess I guess you could say FPS boost is kind of a mod. <laughs> So they kind of say, yeah, hey, well, you know, it, 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 it just gives people, you know, because uh, like there's a lot of people that like to just mess around and, you know, figure it out themselves and, and you know, just say, you know, hey, I'm just curious about, you know, digging my way into this hole to see if I can climb myself, climb out of it myself, you know, and if not, I'm sure that there's back doors to. Get yourself back, you know, back to how how you started. So and you if, know, if anyone is, if anyone at Xbox is listening, could you just turn on the FPS boost for Dishonored Two, please? I've completed Dishonored One. Now I want to jump into Dishonored Two, but thirty frames per second, I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll we'll see what we can do. Maybe some guys are listening here. Uh, but actually, that, shadow that, drop. <laughs> well, that's another thing too. I mean, we we might get some more Bethesda games and Game Pass and whatnot. That'd be cool. And yeah, with those enhancements, that would be fantastic. Maybe who knows? Maybe Dishonored too, whatnot. Um, but yeah, this whole modding thing, like again, like it's not something I'm big into. But at the same time, it's uh, it's just interesting to see where Xbox is going with this. They used to be such a uh, like consoles are known for being such a closed platform, and now within the past few years, we've been seeing um them opening up more uh well again like not just with modding but with cloud and whatnot um but you also like you see what uh their rivals are doing like uh nintendo's kind of like really closed you look at playstation they're not as bad but they're still a pretty close system and xbox is just really opening up they're embracing the whole uh like pc console kind of ecosystem it just makes sense to have those mods like transfer over to uh xbox consoles and i i think it's pretty cool i mean you know i, I might be more encouraging now to uh, give them a shot right so like centurion from what you're saying i mean it sounds like they got some pretty darn uh damn cool mods out there oh yeah man i mean i will say mod there's very few things that make me ever want to consider pc gaming and mods and fallout were one of them all right <laughs> It's just a well, shame, though, how achievements are disabled. Like, I feel like for cosmetic mods, you shouldn't oh, yeah. disable achievements for it. It kind of turned me off uh, in well, terms of playing Fallout 4 like that. It's actually worse than just, uh, in a, you know, it's one even for a cosmetic, you know, because technically you're altering an armor. What about the mod for fixing some of the glitches in the game? That's what that you're basically getting... You're a cheat. You're getting penalized for turning on a mod that fixed a lighting glitch. Exactly. I, I think they could definitely tweak some things, like at least keep achievements on for certain mods, like have to have categories of game changing mods and cosmetic mods. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, they they probably they probably tried to 
flick that switch and it messed up about 50 million other things. I just said, just turn the whole thing off. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, possibly. I mean, you also got to be careful with like, uh, you know, online kind of, uh, you know, um, matchmaking and uh, multiplayer and whatnot. So, uh, you know, got to be protective there too. But uh, otherwise, though, yeah, when it comes to like single player stuff and just screwing around, uh, you know, playing around with the, you know, the canvas and so on. Yep. <laughs> I say, you know, let them yeah. let them have their fun but that's well just... gentlemen you know what I, I hate to break up the party but i gotta get going but uh you know what uh i'll be back next week and i just wanted to say i love y'all and um anybody out there listening and uh, if you, you forgot about me i haven't forgot about you and i just want to salute you all and uh i miss everybody and uh i'll i'll, I'll catch you back next week and uh if, until then, you guys have a wonderful week. Yeah, nice meeting you. Too. All right, all right. Yeah, nice meeting you. See you later. Yeah, good stuff, South. Have a good one. All right, gentlemen. Well, I think on that note too, I think we're gonna start closing off tonight's show. And we did we did dive into a lot of stuff like the whole biomutant resolution fiasco going on. Uh, WB Games getting well, possibly shopped around. And the talk around, you know, Xbox and Bethesda doing a, a joint conference and so much more from around the industry. And I got to say, you know, hey, guys, it was a fun chat, you know, uh, between the panel uh, as well. I can't forget everybody in the chat, you know, that decided to come and listen in and participate. Thank you very much. Uh, guys like uh, the Geeky Nerd, Logic Wins, uh, Mike Lawry, 108 Dragons, Hey Lemon. Uh, so many more. Dinero, Primero, hey, Diego, Graphic God. And so many more. It's really, we really appreciate the support, guys, and uh, so on. Uh, again, guys, if you really, you know, appreciate, if you really enjoyed the show, then consider dropping a like, sharing this out, and a hey, subbing for uh, more content. Now let's go over to some of these outros, and I'll start with our guests uh, going over to General MLD. Bud, it was a real treat having you here. Uh, you know, lots of uh, really good commentary from you, and just, you know, Again, great to uh, have you back on the YouTube scene, period. Uh, where can everybody follow you at? Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, YouTube name is uh, General MLD. Twitter is at uh, MLD Ghost. Uh, overall, yeah, like, uh, it's, it's been pretty good. I, I've been entertaining the idea of coming back uh, for some time. Like, uh, uh, people will still ask me, like, uh, you know, what happened, a lot of stuff. I think I'll make a video on that uh, soon enough. But overall, I love the energy. I love that uh, there, you, the YouTube scene is very prominent now. There's Xbox uh, content creators, big and small, and that is amazing. That's what I've always wanted. Like, I started in the first place, like, all, all those years ago because there was nobody. And now I'm coming back, and it's just, like, it is a lot better for, to be an Xbox fan. And, and now we're, yeah, like, there's just, like, all these prominent ones where we're all just uh, chatting each other up. It's, uh, it's a lot of camaraderie. Like we're sticking together, staying up for ourselves. It's it's much better now than it was then, and I'm just happy to be a part of it again. And uh, it, it's it's always a great feeling just having uh, you know people like just you know say they remembered me from back in the day and they're happy I'm back now. And it's just so much fun. Like I I could never stay away for for, for too long. It was always just that feeling of just it's always that that thrill of the debate because I love gaming. I love talking about ideas in gaming. It's just. And it never left me, so I'm just glad to be back. And uh, yeah, th th thanks for having me. I really appreciate the invite. Hmm. Yeah, anytime, brother. Got to get you on again sometime. 
Uh, let's see here. And of course, uh, moving over to our other guest from the evening, uh, Surgeon. It was, again, great having you on, but I know you got a YouTube channel, uh, and uh, you know what? It is pretty entertaining, to say the least. Uh, good, uh, You had some really good points tonight as well. Uh, where can everybody follow you at, bud? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, same name, uh, S-E-R-R-J-N. YouTube, same name, S-E-R-R-J-N, trying to keep the brand consistency, so to speak. Um, yeah, and mostly right now, I'm just I'm just uploading content, seeing what seeing what sticks. Sometimes I spend a little too much time editing just to see what works. You know, I'm, I kind of just sit there, spend way too way too long on certain things. And I mean, if you look at if you look at my YouTube, there's only a couple. There's, there's only a couple of videos there that you can just go through, but uh, well, I, I like them. So, <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, you can find me on 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 Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well. Just you know, just just general. I'm always open, always up for a chat about video games in in general. I mean, if you subscribe to the YouTube, uh, then if you subscribe to YouTube. Um, then you'll be able to get the next few videos. I try to upload as frequently as possible, which is to say not that much because I have ideas and usually the idea that I want to put out is not the idea that ends up coming out. So <laughs> it's always so it's always something else. But yeah, thank you for having me on here today. It's, it, it's, it's been great to get into all of this and yeah, you know, just enjoy talking about video games, Xbox in general uh as as well so if, if people haven't watched the latest video uh I, I tried to put a few teasers on my twitter as well because i know people are kind of apprehensive about oh you know it's a 15 minute video but okay yeah you know fine here's a little tidbit how snack on that if you like it go watch the full video if you don't then oh well hopefully you stick around and i can try again with the next video so <laughs> You know, but yeah, thank you for um, thank you for having me on here. It's a really, uh, it's a really, it's actually my first podcast, by the way. I've never been on the podcast before. Really good job. So, yeah, no, thanks very much, man. Oh yeah, and thank you to Tim as as well. Tim kind of just said, you know what? Um, no, if you're gonna keep hitting me with these videos, then you got to come. You know, put your money where your mouth is and come talk on the podcast. I said, all right, all right, Tim, you put you, you pull my well, legs. So. I actually. I like your videos. And the latest one, uh, you definitely put a lot of work, but you had me laughing a lot, a lot, a lot of times. So, uh, uh, no, know, and, and I'm and I'm and I'm glad for that because if whatever the YouTube channel becomes, I'm just more focused on trying to make people laugh, make it entertaining. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. In the videos, I may talk a lot about. I mean, I'll probably talk more about. Um, what PlayStation is doing in terms of, I guess, what they're right. not doing, and but every now and then, I mean, you saw at the end of the video I had that little dig about Xbox having no games. I mean, that was just—it's yeah. really silly. But that's because I think I feel like the Xbox community can laugh a little bit more about mm -hmm. things like that, which is why I thought, hey, I don't think I'm going to get any blowback from that. Yeah. I don't think. You'll go back from that. So it's just it was just a little just a little cheeky little cheeky thing because yeah, we you know <laughs> I, 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 think it, I think it's obvious though that you're you're just talented and you're having fun with it and keep making them. Like I like I told you, you know, 
it takes yeah. time well, with creators uh it takes a lot of time but you know yeah, yeah. no thanks very much no thank you thank you for coming on mm-hmm. no thank you very much yeah, Sergeant. Again, it was great having you on, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely have you back at some point, uh, guys. Check it out his channel, it, Surgeon, same name. It's uh, it's pretty entertaining to say the least. Uh, okay, we'll move over to TXR regulars, and uh, hey, Tim, buddy, hey, really good stuff tonight as per usual. Where can all the viewers and listeners follow you at? You can follow me on Twitter, XCloud Tim Dog. Great show, uh, great panel. Uh, Love the uh, guests, uh, MLD and Surgeon. Like I said, uh, I'm fans of both of them and definitely give them uh, a look. As far as uh, our show, the show in general, good show. Um, sorry I came in late. Uh, if there is a game seven next week in, uh, in New York, uh, depending on time, I don't know. I'm going to it, so I don't know if I'll be, uh, be here, but um, – you know, uh, just a great show, and uh, nice to have South back, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, moving over to Shockley, buddy. Hey, good show, man. Uh, again, loved your uh, your points tonight. Where can our viewers follow you at, buddy? Yeah, like always, uh, you can find me at ShockNero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. But, yeah, uh, thanks for, I guess, for uh, stopping by. Good show. Awesome topics, and yeah, hopefully we got a couple, two, three weeks. Um, yeah, looking forward to that E3. So uh, maybe we should do a, I don't know, if you guys want to do like a, like a reaction, live reaction, T- or a TXR. But <laughs> you know, we'll, um, we'll talk about that shock. Uh, I know a couple of us. I think I did it with Megatron. Uh, I think we did a kind of like a co with. Uh, I think it was Dragon. I think it was uh, his uh, stream, but last year but uh yeah good topics today and thanks for stopping by mm-hmm. yeah we'll uh we'll talk about that too depends on how our all the schedules line up but yeah no that w- oh, yeah. that would be cool though i i totally agree we'll uh go into detail about that uh centurion buddy hey always entertaining with centurion on the panel uh where can everybody follow you in your uh, hot tub twitch exploits buddy wow <laughs> holy cow man you weren't supposed to tell anybody man that's that was supposed to be like a reveal for my fans only, or however that website's pronounced. <laughs> anyway, only fans, yeah. Huh? I think it's only fans. Only, only fans. fans. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. So, for those interested in finding me in my current platforms, thinking about expanding to more, uh, you can find me at Centurion One Three Zero Seven on YouTube, Twitter, and of course Xbox Live. You can also find me every Saturday night on the Shop Podcast, and you can also find me right here every Sunday night on the TXR Podcast. Alrighty, good stuff. And naturally, guys, this is Invader. You guys can find me on YouTube at Invader Gaming. I'm also on a number of other content creation sites such as BitChute and Mines. Uh, I'm all over the place to say the least, but I like putting my content out there. Excellent show tonight, and as always, we look forward to seeing you all here next Sunday. Take it easy, folks. Have a good one.